Alright guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. How's everybody doing out there today? Yeah. So... <laughs> All right, guys, today's show is brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right, Redcon1.com. Great supplement company right here out of the great state of Florida. Check them out. Use the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. And uh, great sale this weekend. Again, guys, every weekend they have a great sale. So I'm not supposed to tell you this, but it's a great sale starting Friday. So check them out. I'm going to give you the Biden talk right now. Go to the website on Friday. Check them out. 40% off. Click the link. Use the code. All right, guys. All right. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to do a little show for you. Uh, I, I really have like two or three things to talk about. And the reason that is is because I'm really Ukrained and Russianed out. Now, granted, I'm going to get into a subject that kind of touches on those things. But we're not going to spend the day talking about that. Unfortunately, it's been a rather slow news cycle with the exception of Ukraine, Russia bullshit. So we have to obviously talk about the obvious one. I did the show on Sunday. And then Sunday night was the uh, Oscars. Of course, everybody knows about that. So what I'm going to talk about is the Oscars. And of course, the quote-unquote slap or what are they calling it? The slapper around the world. Whatever. I'm going to give you two different scenarios of what I think the situation is. And uh, you guys can agree or disagree. I just, you know, whatever. Then uh, I want to tell you about another actor that is uh, stepping, stepping away from acting. Very, very popular actor. And then, uh, you know, what's Hunter up to? Hunter Biden, right? So we're going to touch on some of his uh, shenanigans, and that's probably where it's going to get into the Ukraine-Russian talk. So, anywho. All right, guys. So, obviously, everyone knows what happened on Sunday night, right? Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? No, everyone's laughing and happy, and then all of a sudden, Jaden gets or whatever name is gets a little mad. I'm out here. Oh, Richard. Oh wow, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. He's tough. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? You know what's funny about that? I wonder if he says that when, you know, he's sitting there cuckolding the fucking corner wire. His wife's getting dicked down by some big-ass fucking dude beating the brakes off of her, calling her, calling her name out. What do you think, Will? Fucking, yeah. these guys, I tell you what. These, <laughs> oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. So we are here to uh, give a documentary out, to give an Oscar out. For All right. So here's the situation. Is it the, the thing going around now on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, wherever you're at, is it, is it real? Right? Now, personally, I could care less about the Oscars. I give two shits about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Now, I will be honest in the fact that I used to love The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I used to love watching Will Smith's movies. and Chris I used to watch all these motherfuckers, right? But in the last, you know, what, five years or so, Hollywood's been, become so woke and so like, we are better than you. I mean, granted, they've probably always been like that. It's just so fucking obvious now that I just can't watch movies. There's literally probably one or two actors I can handle watching on a consistent basis. And uh, one of them is stepping away. But, you know, it makes you question, especially with everything going on in the world today, was it real or was it fake? 
So let's assume that it was real. So if it were, it should be a question. It should be it should be no question as to whether or not Chris Rock wanted to press charges or not, right? So you heard the well. Uh, the police went up to Chris Rock afterwards, after the you know the the Oscars was over, and asked him if he wanted to press charges. The fact of the matter is, it happened on live TV. It's it's not a he did this to me. You saw it. <laughs> Surely there were police there already because of you know security reasons or whatever, right? So it was on TV. You have your evidence. Will Smith should have been immediately had been arrested. He should have immediately been arrested. Then, if Chris Rock wanted to press charges or not press charges or whatever, then it would have been up to the DA to drop the charges. So you know, so there's that. Now, granted, in LA, being the DA's what's his name, Gastron or whatever, he probably wouldn't have fucking charged him at anywho. But nonetheless, the the fact of the matter is. You had an assault happen on TV. So how many times are you watching the news and you see, uh, like, for example, in Florida, in the county I live in, um, outside of a Publix, which if you're not from Florida, it's a grocery store in Florida. Um, they have their, you know, you have your outside cameras and whatnot. So just the other day, there was a gentleman, I shouldn't say gentleman, but some dude beat the shit out of like a 73-year-old man. I don't know why I don't I don't know the specifics. But the point is is he beat the shit out of this old man. Um, you know, the the sheriff in the area here put out the video if you've seen this man blah 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 and arrested. You know, he's going in front of a court, you know, in front of a judge to for whatever. My point is is same situation. Now granted, it wasn't Will Smith and Chris Rock, it was some dude and some old man. Whatever the whatever the deal was, I couldn't tell you. But it's beside the point, you have your evidence. You have that that guy beating up that old man on camera. He was arrested. He's in jail. He's facing a judge. Period. But because it's Will Smith, he doesn't get arrested. And because Chris Rock doesn't want to press charges, no bubbles, no troubles. Everything's cool. It doesn't work like that. That's where you question the reality if it's real or fake. So, you know, now let's assume for a minute, let's just assume that uh, Chris Rock had said something about Mark Wahlberg's wife. And the reason I picked Mark Wahlberg because he is one of my more favorite actors and he's white and his level of fame is equal to, if not more so, in my opinion, than Will Smith. But, if you if you want to compare, you know, I don't want to sit there and say, oh, what if he did this to, you know, Bob McGillicuddy, the guy that played the brother of the cousin on that one show. I mean, everyone knows who Mark Wahlberg is, right? Everybody knows who Will Smith is. So they're level playing fields. So what if Chris Rock had said, you know, whatever about Mark Wahlberg's wife, and then Mark Wahlberg walked up there and slapped the shit out of him? What do you think would, how would the narrative be placed then? It would be all about race, right? It'd be like, oh, you had a white actor go up there and smack a black man. You know, instead, <laughs> you know, it would automatically would have been about race. It wouldn't have been about, like, let's say if, you know, what's this thing that uh, Jada Smith has, that uh, alopecia or whatever it's called, and that's when she shaves her head. And, like, my thing is this. If you don't want people to bring attention to it, wear a wig. Um... Yeah, I'm not here to discuss those situations. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> but um, let's assume Mark Wahlberg's wife had the same condition. And Chris Rock's, I don't even know Mark Wahlberg's wife, but let's say he gets up there, hey, Susie Wahlberg, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2, blah, blah, blah. And Mark goes up there and smacks the shit out of him. It had been, like I said, it would have been automatically about race. Um, but instead... They put the spotlight on Jada's disease, which brings me, you know, to a point that I don't think it was real, you know, and I believe that it was totally staged. And, um, you know, here's why. BioNTech and Pfizer are proud sponsors of the Oscars this year back at the Dolby. So why is that important? 
why, who cares that Pfizer and biotech um, sponsored the um, Oscars? I'm sure <laughs> I didn't watch the Oscars. So I'm sure that McDonald's and Pepsi and Coke and Bud and whoever else probably all sponsored it too. And, you know, whatever. But why Pfizer and biotech? Okay, it's not like they talked about the uh, vaccine. I mean, like maybe they did. Hell, I don't know. I didn't watch the thing. But <laughs> why is it important that you point out that you have a situation where um, – where, uh, Chris Rock says this about Jaden, or I'm sorry, about uh, Jada, uh, you know, with the hair and whatever, and she's got alopecia, right? And then you have a commercial for biotech and Pfizer. Well, this is why it's important. The FDA is about to approve the Pfizer alopecia drug, which is going to be the first ever to be approved for the condition. Pfizer, obviously, now an Oscar sponsor, Jada with alopecia. Chris makes a joke about that, puts it in, puts alopecia in the spotlight. Will smashes Chris. Millions researching on, on alopecia, which I'm sure Jada winds up being the spokesperson for and getting a fat payday. Not to mention the fact that Chris Rock's tours now are being sold out at record numbers. So here's this. Chris Rock's comedy tour sales surged, according to ticket uh, reseller TickPick, after the comedian slapping by Will Smith on an Oscar stage drew global attention. Tour ticket prices now cost a minimum of $341, up from a minimum of $46. So that's almost $300 minimum a ticket. All from that. And then, here's another reason why. Okay, the argument to where you could say it, or what, it looked real. Um, I don't know that either one of these dudes are good actors. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to talk shit about their acting skills, okay? Will Smith's been in a ton of good movies that you've probably seen most of his movies. Men in Black, whichever one. Bad Boys, whichever one. Uh, Independence Day. I'm just naming the ones I've seen. I know he's been in a ton more. Chris Rock's been in a shit ton of movies. So these guys obviously know how to act somewhat. So was it real? Okay, let's let's play devil's ad advocate and say it was real. Okay, uh, Chris Rock makes a joke. Will's kind of chuckling, looks over, sees Jada's piss, is like, oh. Now any man, if that was if that was you and your wife. And um, that happened. Now, my question is, would you go up and pussy slap a bitch? No. I mean, that's where... <laughs> I don't want to get back into it's a fake thing, but let's let's assume it's real. So, Will's a little bitch. He goes up there, eh, slaps him. And um, then gets back to his chair and talks all tough. The part where you could say, oh, maybe it was real, because look at how Chris Rock's reaction was after the fact. I think I think you can put put the whole it was real on the back burner. I just don't believe that it was real because what did Chris say afterwards? Oh, it was that's the greatest moment in whatever he said, TV history. Well, obviously no one's watching the Oscars. Now granted, not many people even saw that slap unless you happen to be watching. Only people only reason it's getting any kind of play is because it was put out everywhere. Like that clip I played had almost 12 million views, right? I guarantee you 12 million people didn't even watch the fucking Oscars. More people have watched that clip than watched the Oscars. I guarantee you. So obviously it's creating buzz. It's everyone's talking about it. We're, here it is Wednesday. I'm talking about it. This shit happened three days ago, Right? And everyone's, the whole dialect is, was it real? Was it fake? Was it real? Was it fake? Here's why I say it's fake. Number one, anyone that's listening to this, man or woman, that has been in a fight or a, a verbal altercation, let's just say a verbal altercation prior to a fight, if you talk shit about somebody, if you say blah, 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 whatever, and that person's coming towards you, right? 
you're not going to stand there with your hands behind your back leaning into it like, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you know. Now there's pictures going around uh, of of uh, Chris Rock's face, and he's got looks like a some kind of padding or something on his face. And I saw a story where all oh, that's digitally enhanced, blah blah blah. Whatever, whether it's real, <laughs> fake, whether he had a aesthetic or you know whatever on his face to help cushion the blow, whatever. Um, the point of the matter is, if if that was you, let's say you're Chris Rock and some this guy over here, you you say whatever, you make a joke, and he's coming at you. Or you don't, you're not even talking about his wife. It, just someone's coming at you. You let them even get that close to you. No, you're going to keep them. You get to a point, especially if that person's walking with intent. Like, there would have been no reason. Chris Rock say whatever. There's no reason for Will Smith to come up on stage other than to do something. Right? And you're going to let him get that close to you. Your hands are behind your back. Now, I'm not saying either one of these guys can throw down, but once you once you put up more of a defensive hole or, or worst case scenario, maybe back up, take a couple steps back, not lean into his, you know, like, you know, what's up? You know, <laughs> it just don't, it doesn't make any sense. Then if that was you walking up to Chris Rock or, you know, random guy A, that just talk shit about your wife, you're going to bitch slap him? No, you're going to punch him in the fucking mouth. Right? You're not going to... Uh, you're going to jack his jaw. Right? Because was it just to embarrass Chris Rock? Or to hurt Chris Rock? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would say assault, assault is an assault. Whether you smack him, punch him, touch him. I mean, you could literally touch him on the chest with your finger. And technically, that's an assault. So it doesn't really matter how hard he touched him. The fact of the matter is he unwillingly touched him. That's an assault. So there's that. Then you put everything else together. Okay, so she has alopecia. Okay, sorry for that. Um, in the meantime, one of the main sponsors of the Oscars is Pfizer, who is getting approved by the FDA for an alopecia drug. I guarantee you, like I just said in the little monologue I said there, guarantee you that Jada ends up being the spokesperson for that drug. I guarantee you. Mark my words. March 30th, 2022. <laughs> I guarantee you, as soon as that drug's released, she's going to be, you're going to see... You know how they have the commercials for different makeup products and different, you know, women, whatever. And you have these different stars or, oh, I'm, you know, I'm Cindy Crawford for, you know, makeup girl. And I'm so-and-so for Olay, And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Guarantee you. She's a sponsor. She's the uh, spokesperson. Bet money. She'll get a nice little payday from it. And, you know, it's not a joke. It's not a funny thing. Alopecia is serious. It affects over X amount of women every year and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's guaranteed. It. Mark, mark it down. Write it down. Mark it. <laughs> and then, of course, Chris Rock's getting paid because look at his tour. Now, my question is, Liz, why would you say, oh, his ticket's $40. Let's go to the Chris Rock show. Cool. Oh, shit. It's one of the 350 Cool. What what's is that show automatically better now because he got smacked in the face by Will Smith? <laughs> is it going to be more funny? I don't know. All right. So, um, and on to now what I consider one of my two, one of my favorite, more favorite actors. I mean, I like I've said before, I think Mark Wahlberg is probably one of my more favorite actors. If there is a Mark Wahlberg movie, I'd rather go see it. Um, hopefully he doesn't become woke and start preaching all this bullshit. He pretty much stays out of the mix. I don't know his personal feelings on anything. And that's cool. That's the way I like it. He could be just as woke as the rest of them. <laughs> but the fact that I don't know he's woke is good enough for me. But then there's Bruce Willis. Another great actor in my opinion. I love a lot of his movies. He's been diagnosed with aphasia. And he's stepping away from acting. So I was like, what the fuck's aphasia? You know, because I'm thinking, okay. So, um, 
he's taken a break from acting as he battles a health diagnosis his family revealed on Wednesday. The 67-year-old actor has been diagnosed with aphasia, a condition that affects the ability to communicate. So I guess that pretty much says all you know all you need to know he um this aphasia obviously you can't communicate so i don't know if that's a it's in a like you can't talk you can't i don't i don't know exactly how it's how it works but obviously you're not going to be able to act if you can't communicate so so that's a shame um i mean granted hell i didn't even realize he was 67 but um you know, hopefully everything works out for him and he makes it through and, you know, we won't have seen the end of Bruce Willis. You know, so it's a shame because you have so many other actors that I'd rather not see anymore. And then here's a, a good actor, a good person, he seems to be anyway. Um, you know, gets struck down with the disease that, you know, makes him unable to communicate. It's a shame. I wish that would happen to... Well, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. Cancel. <laughs> All right. So, on a Hunter, Hunter Biden news, right? So, we talked about this, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, that the uh, New York Times finally came out, right, and said the his laptop was real. Our bad. <laughs> Oddly enough, now it's real. Two, you know, a year and a half into dipshit McGee being our fucking president and jacking up the damn country. Um... Now, now the laptop's real. Well, it's interesting. This is um, Carrie Lake. Um, she is running for governor in Arizona. Um, and she was on uh, a news, one of the local news outlets over there in the West Coast. And uh, she had this to say. Why do you think some of the big time news corporations are trying to hide stories like that that relate to Hunter Biden? It's pretty obvious. They wanted Biden to win. They wanted Trump out of the White House. They withheld that incredibly damaging information. If that would have gotten out, there's no way Joe Biden would have won anywhere. And I remember reading a couple stories. I was always pushing to get that story out. I thought it was appalling. The fact that Hunter Biden is not sitting in a prison cell right now is outrageous. Hunter Biden should be behind bars, charged for child molestation, he should be charged for the Logan Act uh, violation. He should be charged for treason. It is outrageous what is on that laptop in the media. Withholding that information from the good people of this country, I think that's a crime as well. Well, what's crazy is that, um, you know, she's talking about how Hunter should be, and she's not wrong, but I think, you know, Dad should be too because he uh, is just as culpable I mean, what was the whole thing? Oh, 10% for the big guy. Um, what was the thing? Uh, I don't know, 2014, I think it was, um, where Vice President, then Vice President Biden, was over there in, in Ukraine, oddly enough, tells, wasn't Zelensky, but whoever, I can't recall the guy's name, but whoever the president was prior to uh, Zelensky, who was magically... Re wasn't removed, but he lost the election to Zelensky and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But nonetheless, tells him, you fire the damn prosecutor, you're not getting your billion dollars in aid. But yet, everyone wants to focus on Trump saying whatever to Zelensky, and that's a quid pro quo. Well, shit. President Biden is just involved with all this shit if not more so than Hunter. he I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out. We'll never know this. Hunter Biden will never see jail. He probably won't even see the inside of a courtroom. And uh, Joseph R. Biden will never see anything. He'll make it, maybe, possibly make it through his term as president and sail off into the sunset. And that'll be that. Guarantee now, maybe years from now, maybe if we're still alive on this earth, if we haven't destroyed ourselves, it'll come out JFK conspiracy style. We'll do a DTOM file show on it. That'll be, uh, oh yeah, come to find out, you know, it was Joe Biden who orchestrated this whole situation 
and used Hunter. I mean, because Hunter is not smart. I mean, all the things you hear about Hunter. Look at all the shit that's on his laptop. All the pictures. All the videos of him smoking crack and fucking whores and doing whatever he was doing on this laptop. Because he's so arrogant and so uh, so such a narcissist that he's got to take pictures and videos of himself and then put them. Let, let me take a video of me smoking a crack pipe. Because, you know, I'm the vice president's son. Surely no one will care. Oh, now I'm the president's son. Surely no one will care. I'm going to take this laptop to... You know, Joe Schmo, the laptop guy, and and forget to pick it up. <laughs> but I would have to say this guy is not the smartest. I don't care that Joe Biden said he's the smartest man I know. Whatever. I think a lot of this was orchestrated by Joe Biden. That's my theory. And he placed Hunter in these situations to make these dealings. So it's... It's him. It's kind of a situation like, okay, if you own a business or you, whatever, you you do whatever for a job, but you know a guy that owns a business and your son or your daughter needs a job, but they're not the, you know, sharpest knife in the box. So you might be like, um, you know, hey, Bob, you think you could hook my son up with a job? You know, he kind of blah, blah, blah. He's not really, cope, you know, he's not going to be able to make it on his own, kind of need a little help, but he needs a good paying job because he got a wife and kids and so on and so forth. Hunter Biden's not smart enough to come up. Now, Joe Biden now isn't smart enough, but 10 years ago, probably 15 years ago, more than likely he was conniving enough. I mean, shit, he was a politician for, you know, 50 years. He's, he's conniving enough to, to make these business dealings happen and put his son in place. That way it's his son. And then we kick 10% back for the big guy. So, and then Biden's hands are clean, right? Not really, but, you know, somewhat. So, like, if, if Hunter makes, you know, a million dollars doing whatever, and he's just got to kick 10% to daddy, well, you know, daddy pockets 100000 doesn't have to do anything. He's making hundred grand off of, his, off of his name, essentially. So, the interesting thing is, is this laptop still. So, I guess you have to at least look at... Uh, you know, someone from the Republican parties finally stepped up to do something about it. Gentlemen, is recognized. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. After a consultation with majority staff, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record of this committee content from, files from, and copies from the Hunter Biden laptop. Without objection. Thank you. Yield back. So it's funny because um, that whole situation, that's Matt Gates from Florida, He's talking to um, the uh, co. What is he? The uh, assistant director of the cybersecurity division of the FBI. So there's about six minutes or so of questioning. I'm not. I didn't want to play the whole clip because it's six minutes of questioning, <laughs> where he's asking this guy, you know, have you seen the laptop? Well, I'm not here for that. I'm here. Well, no, you're here for cybersecurity, but. Who's to say there's not passwords and and dealings and this, that, and the other thing on this laptop? Have you even looked at the laptop? I'm not here for that. So the FBI, I would, I would venture a guess nowadays that 10, 20, well, maybe not 10. Let's say 20, 30, 40, however many years ago, we believed that the FBI was was good, right? I mean, think of, think of the TV... Once again, it's programming, it's uh, it's innuendo, it's a way to make you believe that there's a good guy. We used to always think the FBI was good. Now, we always had our suspicions about the CIA, I would say, most people, most Americans. But you always thought of the FBI being good guys. But coming to find out, they're just as crooked as the rest of the alphabet crew. And um, to... To know that this guy is the assistant director. He's just not some random dude that works for the cybersecurity FBI division. He's the assistant director of the cybersecurity in the FBI. So, even if you would think, okay, well, this is Hunter Biden. This is the vice president or the president's son. Um, who cares what's on his laptop? But... You would one would think that if 
see how can I put it? If if maybe there's a possibility that he he and his dad were into dealings with foreign adversaries, that maybe we might need to take a look at this thing just to see. Then if there's situations of pedophilia and crack smoking and whatever other crimes that are on there that have nothing to do with cybersecurity, then you know maybe you push it to that division. But here's my thing. If there's nothing else on this laptop other than him having sex and smoking crack, okay, I don't know. I don't know exactly how the law is written, but I don't know that you can get in trouble for smoking crack and videotaping it. I don't know how that works. But let's say he's got videos on there of him having sex with underage kids because that's being alleged. Isn't that like child porn? Not to mention it's child porn, but you're one of the actors <laughs> in the porn, so to speak. So not only are you dealing in child porn, but you were a dealee, dealee, dealer, part of it. I don't know. I would think the FBI should have this, would have to show some interest in this laptop. But the fact that they are just as corrupt as the politicians that they're protecting speaks volumes. Now you could say, well, that was when Trump was president is when all that. And okay, well, hell, they were part of the deal. Struck and page, all these motherfuckers, they were all part of the deal to try and get Trump out. Four years of misery of trying to fucking prove this man unworthy. And all he did was try to love this country to the fact that they're still going after him. And the whole fucking thing is we need the rest of that phone call. Where's the seven hours of missing phone, whatever it was for January 6th, blah, blah, blah. Who fucking cares? Really? They're just doing this because they know he's going to run for president. And they also know he's going to win. So if you think about it, the two main people that are being talked about running for president on the Republican side are who? Trump and DeSantis, right? So you've got to do something to both of these individuals to make them look bad. Okay? So with Trump, you're still delving in the whole Putin and Russian collusion and uh, January 6th and the whole whatever. Whether you can try and get him convicted for something or go to court or whatever. You're just trying to rub him in the mud as much as you can to dirty him up. And then there's DeSantis. So what are they doing now? Well, he just signed the uh, Parents' Rights Act in Florida, which everybody and their brother, short of people on the right side of the news and that actually read the fucking bills that are put out there, um, are calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill. And then you have them on the Oxford. Oh, it's gay, 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 gay. We're all gay. Woo-hoo-hoo. Disney doing their things. Oh, we're not going to call uh, <laughs> at the Disney parks now. They're not going to call the uh, children girls or boys. Oh, look at the little girl. Look at the little boy. They're not going to call them that now. I, Jesus Christ. I mean, I was listening to Bongino. I don't know if it was his show from yesterday or the day before, but he's like, I, I'm canceling my Disney Plus subscription. I'm, I think he's right. I think that's would be wise. I, I mean, it doesn't say, okay, you're paying, I don't even know how much it is, five, six bucks a month for Disney Plus. But I think we have to start doing what they do, the people on the left. They don't like a, a sponsor, okay, oh, uh, you know, Coca-Cola sponsoring, you know, Tucker Carlson, whatever. Automatically, oh, we got to stop buying Coke because they sponsor Tucker Carlson. Ah! You know, you had the thing with, the, what was it, Harry's Razors um, sponsoring I, the Daily Wire, I want to say. I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was Daily Wire. And uh, you had someone, some random kid tweeted out, a kid, I think it was like 13, 14 years old, tweeted out something about Harry's Razors sponsoring, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro and them. And they canceled, Harry's Razors canceled their sponsorship of the show. So then, like, one of the CEOs of the Daily Wire started his own razor company. He's like, fuck you. But that's the things we need to do. Because they are so quick to do it to, to anyone else. Which is, which is hard. That's one of the things about doing this show. It's hard to get sponsors. Because 
with a name like Don't Tread on America, it's pretty fucking obvious what we're about, right? So, and I'm cool with that, because like I said, it's, I'm a, got a full-time job, part-time podcast, it's just a hobby. I mean, if we, if I can make some money off of this, cool, I'm not going to ask you guys for money, I'd rather get sponsors and yada, 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 but my point is, is, um, I had a point, no, <laughs> if we had a sponsor, if we had, you know, whoever as a sponsor, other than Redcon 1 and being, you know, a brand ambassador for Maker's Mark, but if we had a, like a legitimate sponsor that was paying me money to to advertise their product on this show, then someone tweeted out, oh, um, I don't know, Gillette Razors, I can't believe you're sponsoring the Don't Tread on America boys, that's bullshit, that's what, uh, you know. We're going to stop buying Gillette razors. So why can't we do the same thing to us, to them? Because I guarantee you, however many people that are right-leaning or hard right-leaning have Disney Plus subscriptions because their little kids want to watch fucking Disney movies and shit, right? Just let's stop it. Fuck them, right? Hit them where it hurts. Don't go to Disney World. Let them be gay in their own place, I guess. I don't know. But the thing, <laughs> I think the thing that pisses me off, and I know it pisses Ron DeSantis off, is the there nowhere in that bill. Read it from top to bottom, left to right, nowhere in that bill does it say anything about don't say gay. It doesn't say that. This is all a ploy by the left and the left-run media to, once again, sully the name of DeSantis. Why? Because those are your two frontrunners. Even though neither one of them have declared to run for president in 24, they know that it's going to be one of those two guys. I'm sure there's going to be other people running, but I'm just saying, you know it's going to be one of them too. So you got to make them look like shit because they're already going to get their ass handed to them in 22. Whether that makes a difference. See, this is what's going to happen. So... I, I I don't mean to get off the Hunter Biden story, but real quick, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, that's what I do, guys. I get off on a tangent. Anyway, you're going to have a shit ton of Republicans take over the House and the Senate. It's going to happen. I'm sorry, but that's going to happen. Even AOC, oh, a, what's her name? AOC is saying that's going to happen. I think she tweeted out or Instagrammed out or whatever. We're in big trouble. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. I don't care. You can go on Twitter and um, you see people, oh, we're going to vote blue. <laughs> Whatever. They know they're fucked. Um, okay, and that's all fine and dandy. But what's going to happen in 24 is if in 22, the, the House and the Senate have like a super majority. Not even just a kind of a majority, but they have a super majority. What that means is Anything they want to get passed, they're going to get passed. Now, granted, the the what the key to having a supermajority is this. Let's say you want to pass a bill to make, uh, fuck it, to make conceal, conceal carry or open carry mandatory, or you know some states call it constitutional carry, whatever you want to call it. It's it's law. You're allowed to openly carry a, your gun or conceal whatever the deal is, as long as you're a legal gun owner which means you don't have a felony. You're able to obtain a weapon legally from a gun shop, right? So let's say they pass that bill. It's going to go to Biden's desk, and surely he's going to veto it, right? Here's the key to having a supermajority. You can override the veto. (laughs) So uh, we want to pass this bill, send it to Biden. Biden's like, fuck that. We're not going to have open carry. Veto. They send it back to the Senate. The Senate votes on it. We're going to override the veto. All in favor? Yep. Cool. And I don't know the percentage. It's either 60 or 75, you know, whatever. But if they have a supermajority, it's not going to matter. They're going to be able to get anything through that they want to get through. And that's the key. And and I'm talking about one bill that I just want to see happen. <laughs> but what else should they do? So let's assume this all happens in 22. Nothing with this Hunter Biden laptop is going to happen. They're going to ramble on about it for however many years. 
Biden's going to keep on doing his Biden thing and whatever. However, if the Republicans take over the House, Republicans take over the Senate, and you have that supermajority. So like that video I played you from uh, with Matt Gates, I, I think that's, I don't know if that's uh, the Judiciary Committee or what, but Nadler is the chairman because he's a Democrat. So the way it works is whatever whatever uh, side runs the, the House or the Senate, all your committees, you have X amount of Congress people on these committees, but the chairman or chairwoman, whatever, of these committees are the head of, um, I'm sorry, are the uh, the majority stakeholder. For example, Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. She's a Democrat. Well, she's the Speaker of the House. So you hear, oh, um, the minority, uh, what's his name? Kevin McCarthy is the minor- minority leader of the House. Well, that's because he's the head of the Republican Party in the House. Nancy Pelosi is the head of the Democratic Party on the House, so she's the Speaker because they have the majority. Now, if the uh, roles are reversed, then Kevin McCarthy would be the Speaker and uh, Pelosi would be the minority uh, leader of the Democratic... You know, that's how that works. Um, but nonetheless, let's assume all this happens. If if the Republicans don't... if If we as voters do our job and get these people in office. And then they, let's say they're running on, if I get elected to Congress or if I get elected to Senate, I'm gonna, we're going to impeach Biden. We're going to put his son in jail. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. If you don't do that, what do you think is going to happen in 24 when Trump, DeSantis, or whoever else is running for president? People might have a second, they're going to have a bad taste in their mouth. Look, it doesn't matter who you vote for. They're all the fucking same. And for the most part, they're right. But um, anyway, back to Hunter Biden. Um, yeah, so back to him, right? No. <laughs> so this was uh, shit. Well, this was like a year ago. Now this is um, Tony Bobolinsky, right? He was a former business partner of Hunter Biden. This was back in October of twenty. So this was like a year and a half ago. And um, he's talking about a loan the Chinese energy company gave to the Bidens and saying that the Biden family is compromised. Now, I believe this was an interview he had on Tucker Carlson, which automatically dismissed Tony, Tony Bobolinsky's uh, credibility because he was on that evil Tucker. He's so evil. He's a Russian bot and he's this and he's that. Uh, I love Tucker. So you guys can go suck it. He's he's probably, in my opinion, now I grant I've told you guys time and time again, I pretty much watch Fox. But of all the people on Fox, I always I I record his show. So because I go to bed early, I get up at eleven o'clock at night so I can get ready for work. While I'm getting ready for work, guess what's on? Uh, I DVR uh, Tucker. Sue me. He's about the only one I can I can deal with on Fox because he pretty much tells it how it is. But anyway, here here was that little segment of the interview with Bobolinsky and Tucker. CFC uh, never viewed me. I'm insignificant and irrelevant in this discussion. To them, it was always the Biden family. It wasn't Hunter Biden. It wasn't Jim Biden. It was the Biden family, who's obviously led and um, and operated by Joe Biden. And in a document that you guys have, and uh, I think it's been provided to you know to the world, the Chinese referenced that because of their trust in uh, the Biden family, that Chairman Yi and Director Zhang are uh, excited about moving forward in this. And in that document, they reference loaning $5 million to the BD family. Right. The BD family is the Biden family. And notice they didn't say we're loaning that money to Oneida Holdings or we're loaning that money to Tony Bobolinsky or we're loaning that money to James Gillier or Rob Walker. They, once again, not a document generated by me, a document generated by CFC, that they're loaning that money to the Biden family. What are the implications of this going forward? If Joe Biden is elected president, which could very well happen, how does this constrain his ability to deal with China? 
Are you asking for my personal I opinion? I am. I'm asking for your opinion as someone who's worked with the Chinese. So I think Joe Biden and the Biden family are compromised. Um, obviously, I've referenced that I held a Q clearance. You're briefed on compromise and you know who you're able to talk with and deal and do business with. And uh, I just don't see, given the history here and the facts, how Joe can't be um, uh, influenced in in some manner based on the history that they have where here with CFC and stuff like that. So as a citizen and an American taxpayer, I'm very, very concerned. It seems at this point that there is so much documentation. And again, so <clears throat> when when he did that, um, that interview, it went away. Everything he said was <laughs> was true. <laughs> it's true. It's all true. And then you get into this story. Okay, so according to the uh, stuff on Dipshit's uh, laptop, that Hunter Biden helped secure funds for U.S. biolab contractors in Ukraine. So what the fuck? Dude, this guy, for being a crack-smoking pedophilia crackhead whatever he was in the mix so okay how how do i want to frame this because this has everything to do in my opinion or has a lot to do with what's going on over there in ukraine so russian russia's assertion that president biden's son was financing biological laboratories in ukraine was based on truth according to the emails reviewed by the post a trove of emails on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop, the existence of which was previously reported by the Post in October of 20, found that he played a role in helping California defense contractor analyze killer diseases and bioweapons in Ukraine. Moscow has claimed that secret American biological warfare labs in Ukraine were a justification for its unprovoked invasion of the neighboring country last month. It doubled down on the accusations Thursday, claiming the labs produced biochemical weapons at the Biden's family's behest. Okay, you can look at this in a couple of different lights. Is Putin saying this to justify what he's doing? Obviously. Is he right? Who knows? We know that the biolabs existed because what was uh, under Secretary of State, whatever her name is, she said it she interviewed or you know she testified in front of the senate you know marco rubio asked her is there bio labs in ukraine yeah <laughs> there's no conspiracy theory she fucking said yeah done they're they're there then in straight biden uh administration fashion they gotta walk back the comments that they, they are the walking this back in this motherfuckers on the planet but then it came out. Oh, but it wasn't. It wasn't warfare. It wasn't like biological warfare weapons. It was uh, food preservatives. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you know it was Johnson and Johnson. It was it was uh, product bio labs. It wasn't it wasn't warfare. It's like, you guys are crazy. Okay, here's my thing. And for life, me her name escapes me. So sue me. But the undersecretary of state, the chick, the chick lady says there's bio uh, labs in Ukraine and we're worried, I'm paraphrasing, I, I, I know she said this basically, and we're worried that those might fall into the hands of the Russians. Okay, if Johnson & Johnson, for example, is testing a fucking shampoo in the Ukraine, who cares if the Russians get a hold of it? If, um, I don't know, uh, a food company A... <laughs> I don't know, is uh, testing uh, chemicals for whatever reason for their food products. Who cares? Oh, it's trade secret. Okay, big fucking deal. Now, if these biolabs are doing gain-of-function research <laughs> on something, then yeah, I could see where you'd be worried about rushing in a hold of it. And then on the flip side, let's let's assume, let's just assume... That what happened in Wuhan, China, as far as the the corona, right? Maybe they were doing something similar 
in the Ukraine. Who who knows? We don't know because we're lied to on a constant fucking basis, right? So who's to say that I don't even know how bad COVID was in Russia. I don't know that they ever reported those numbers, whatever. But let's assume that it was as bad as it was anywhere else, right? As bad as it was. <laughs> so let's let's assume Putin was like, hey, this is bullshit. They're doing this stuff over there in in the Ukraine. The U.S. is paying for it. We we know it for a fact now. So we're going to invade and stop that shit because I don't want that stuff coming back and blah, blah, blah. So does it justify what, what's been going on or what we think has been going on? And what I mean by that is what we're being told is going on. Um, probably not. But... I've said this time and time again, and I'm really not trying to sound like I'm a Russian apologist and I'm pro-Russia, and I'm not saying that. But I'm looking at it in the in the guidance of of fairness. What did we do in Iraq? What did we do to Saddam Hussein? Because we thought that maybe there was weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and that the Iraqis were making biological, chemical agents, and blah, blah, blah. What did we do? We went the fuck in there, we bombed the shit out of him, and we strung up fucking uh, Saddam Hussein and killed his ass. Right? And everyone was cheering. Yeah! Well, how do you know that this isn't Russia's Iraq, for example? I mean, I could be wrong, you know? What was it, Billy Joel? I may be wrong, but I may be right. Just saying, look at it objectively. Like I said, when I was a kid, you know, I'm 48, I'll be 49 this year. My whole life, we were taught to hate Russia. True or false? Through movies, TV shows, whatever. We we were taught to hate Russia. And, you know, whatever. I'm not saying I... I don't hate Russia. I I don't know what I do. I know what I do love. I love America, and I love my family, and that's really all I care about. And family isn't necessarily blood. It's your family, right? But if you look at it objectively, and you put Russia, make, you know, America's Russia, Ukraine's Iraq, we did the same thing. We did the exact same thing. And no one batted, at least no one in this country, batted an eye. Now, in other countries, it was a different story. And then you see what's going on in the Ukraine with the the Ukrainian soldiers that uh, have captured um, Russian, you know, POWs. They're kneecapping them. They're shooting them in the fucking knees. But yet, you know, they're talking about Putin for war crimes. Well, guess what? That works both ways. You can't do that. If It's one thing to kill somebody in battle. It's another thing if you have a prisoner and that person has given up to you, they've surrendered to you, then by the Geneva Convention, you can't harm them. You can't. So, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Shit works both ways, guys. If we're going to sit there and say what we did in Iraq because we thought Saddam had these things, which, by the way, were never found. And actually, oddly enough, not to get into a whole other situation because that is actually a show for another day. And that's something I need to talk to Chris about. Bio, uh, not bioweapons. Um, <laughs> weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. There is a theory that it wasn't what we thought it was when they said they were going in there for weapons of mass destruction. I'll leave it at that. Because that is a story for another day. But on closing, you know, what are the the Ukraine biolabs? And why have they become such a focus? You know, in in this article I have here, it's like, why is it such a focus for Fox? Well, it's a focus for Fox because nobody fucking else is talking about it. And when they do hint around to the laptop or the biolabs or whatever... They scoff at it. Oh, the conspiracy theory of whatever Fox says and Tucker Carlson and blah, blah, blah. Guys, here's the deal. 
the biolabs exist. What they are biolabbing remains to be seen because obviously we're never going to know that truth. The laptop exists. We know that. These are facts. This isn't conspiracy. Now, the conspiracy would be would say, oh, they're creating uh, uh, mustard gas in biolabs. That's a conspiracy. I don't know that that's true. They could be literally making fucking uh, deep woods off. I, I don't know. <laughs> but my point is, is they're doing something in Ukraine that we weren't supposed to know about. Because why not do it in a third world country? That way, if the shit breaks out and something happens, it's over there. It's not in here. Right? What was, what was it Bush when uh, when 9-11 happened, right? What was his big thing when we had to go over to Afghanistan, when we had to go over there and do what we did? We need to fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here. We need them to work on the biolab bullshit over there because we don't want that shit fucking up over here in case, in case something happens, especially since we've already dealt with it once. Anyway. All right, guys. I'm going to call it a day on that one, but I want to let you in on one little secret. Before I get into that, guys, please... Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, if you could review the show, give me a five-star. And please, most importantly, share this with your friends. Um, just keep this, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. So if you guys could please share this with your friends. Uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Go to the, the website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And uh, from there, you can get all the social media apps from there. Uh, we're really popping on Facebook, I just have to tell you, because we are putting up some pretty good fucking memes to the point where people are actually stealing our memes for their own. <laughs> Chris did one, I don't know, a week or so ago from that dude chick that, you know, the swimmer, and uh, had a sausage on it and blah, blah. When you couldn't make a Wheaties box, you got a sausage, whatever. Did it like two weeks ago, and I seen another fucking page posted. Hey, look at this. Hey, we're you're on a sausage package because you can't be on a Wheaties. Hack, yuck, yuck, yuck. I fucking screenshot the one that we did. I think it was March 20th when Chris had posted it. And I was like, yeah, it was funny two weeks ago when we did it. Anyway, so guys, please share this with your friends. Follow us on social media. You'll get updates. But what I wanted to tell you was this. And this is why it's important that you subscribe to the show on whatever podcast app you're listening. We're on, obviously, whatever you're listening to us on, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Amazon, Podbean, Stitcher, Tune, Tune F, uh, what's that? Tune in. We're on Tune in now. Um, pretty much anything, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we're there, with the exception of Pandora, because whatever in the fuck they don't want the show on there. Cool, I don't care. Uh, and also, if you're listening to this on your phone, like if you have an iPhone or a Google phone, whatever, um, and you have the Facebook and you follow the show on Facebook, you can listen to it through Facebook. Sugar water. Anyway, Friday. This Friday, Detom Files returning. <laughs> we missed a week because of scheduling conflicts. And I think Chris was on vacation. I don't remember what it was. I think he was on vacation. Detom Files back this Friday, buddy. Do I do I want to give you a teaser? I'm going to tell you. This is what we're going to talk about. It's going to be crazy shit. We're going into the moon landing conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So please, guys, tune in Friday for that. Detom Files. I don't know that it'll be a three-hour show. I don't know if we'll, we'll have enough to talk about for three hours. We'll probably have enough to drink for three hours. But uh, hopefully we'll keep it short. Well, you know what I might even do? Because I'm on vacation next week. I might, even if it is a three-hour show, I might break it in half. That way I have something for next week. Anyway, you guys have a great day. It is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. <laughs> Oddly enough, we're going to be doing the the Moon Landing Conspiracy Theory Show, Dean Tom Files, on uh, April Fool's Day. So, sugar water. Anyway, I'll catch you guys on Friday. Please join us for a spectacular conspiracy theory show. And uh, you guys have a great day. See you later. <laughs>